0: is a guy who thinks he's fly, but he's also known as one of the two hosts of the Life Well Spent <laughs> Podcast. With Garrett and Amber, I'm Garrett. I'm Amber. That's Ace.
1: Leeloo's around here somewhere. Yep.
0: We got another cat. dog and cat that aren't allowed in, and our son <laughs> is watching Number Blocks. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> the kid's away. Mommy and daddy will play in the other room <laughs> for like, I don't know. Maybe 45 minutes. Yeah. Best case scenario. Right. All right, so this is the new format for the show. Mm-hmm. But first, same thing as the old format. Let's let's talk about what we were into this week, and let's. You want to start with you? I mean, we're talking about there's just something that America has been into this past week.
1: Oh, the election for sure. Yeah. I've been watching yeah, all absolutely. week. Um, but you know, I've oddly been. Ugh, aggressively addicted to TikTok, like it's mm. really unnatural, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. I know you're not on
0: TikTok. Oh no, absolutely no. not. No, hundred percent not.
1: Which I I get the reason, and I don't know why I'm obsessed with it so much right now. But I kind of am into it.
0: I th- I think it'd be fun to have it as a creative outlet and just kind of make some fun videos and futz around. But I I uh, it's not for me but i don't think it's for me
1: i really so the reasons i like it yeah. okay is people can get creative oh, and sure, people sure. are hilarious on tiktoks yeah. i mean the the m- longest video that you can do is like a minute mm. and I've, i probably have like i don't know maybe eight videos they're not good so don't don't try and look me up because you're going to be disappointed <laughs> um but it just i'm like in awe when people can make these videos so funny and so original and some of them are like very vulnerable and you know stuff that they have never done before and they just want to put it out there like I love that part of it I love how um just fun it can be and people really just do really original things in there and I don't know it's just a lot of fun the dancing the makeup music it's just I don't know. I'm just super addicted.
0: I've seen some interesting stuff. Uh, I'm not sure if this was TikTok, but I remember there was a woman who was doing a makeup tutorial in just in the middle. She was talking about uh, like uh, uh, a terrible issue going on in China. So it's cool that they that some people educational t- yeah, t- for sure. Take a format, have fun with it, but then also, um, you know, uh, speak to something they believe in or feels isn't paid enough attention to in the world mm-hmm. i was telling you uh two of the hosts of uh podcasts i listen to uh which oh if we make a drinking game Ooh. when garrett says a podcast i listen to you should drink okay yeah oh yeah should we yep let's Here, do let's, it right now it's clinky
1: let's you know gin g and t's
0: well, g and s's g and s's <laughs> it's, it's an important distinguish we don't need that sugar content
1: true we don't No. no. nobody needs that <laughs>
0: So, um, oh God, I just realized how pedantic that correction was and I got, I lost my train of thought. Um, anyways, it's really cool. Whenever I see you like scrolling through the TikToks, you're going so quick, Mm -hmm. it makes it look like you're not enjoying any of the content, but I'm sure it's just, maybe you've seen them before or
1: well um
0: people probably do the same thing
1: yeah people do the same thing a lot you know if there's like a dance out there everybody's doing it and you've seen it a million times um and you can kind of tell by the music yeah uh other times i don't it's the whole like you know how like an advertisement they say you need to grab somebody within like two or three seconds sure because past that three seconds like you've lost them right yeah so when i'm scrolling if they're not grabbing my attention i'm on to the next yeah which That's is right. terrible, and I probably should just wait it out. Mm. And another part of it is, I kind of secretly feel like you are judging me.
0: Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I
1: watching them
0: talk. Sorry, no, it's fine.
1: Um, so I am like, he eh, probably wouldn't like this one. you probably, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why. I... When you are looking over my shoulder, like, ooh, that, you know, I feel like you think that it's dumb, uh... and so I am like like this one so I apologize <laughs> if I've
0: given that impression that shouldn't be what I what I am doing if my if I say something catty or shitty to you I apologize I should be better about that
1: no but, no it's totally fine it's just it just makes me I don't know why I internally think like oh Garrett wouldn't like this I'm just gonna go to the next video do you think
0: do you think just the way you're talking about TikTok does it feel like a guilty pleasure yo 100 okay all right yeah. so maybe that's part of it too yeah yeah okay. yep so it's not me being a catty bitch? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because honestly, I'm I'm just curious to see what you're watching. And then you scroll through a few. I'm like, oh, okay, so I'll just go. Like, <laughs> this doesn't seem fun. Like, I never liked channel surfing on TV or on the radio when I was a kid. It drove me nuts. Yeah. Like, you know, use the guide. Like, uh, just channel surfing drives me crazy. So that's what it is, is you're just swapping through them real quick. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, I can't, like... There'll be one that I'm like, oh, I wonder what that is, and they swap through. It's like, all right, so I guess.
1: Oh, you should just tell me, like, go back to that one, because oh, then yeah. I feel like, oh, That's... he's actually interested.
0: That's fair enough. You okay. know. Yeah, yeah. Communication. Communication. <laughs> yeah. Important in a relationship. Yeah.
1: But, yeah. What are you? What have you been into this week?
0: So. Uh, there's a podcast that I really enjoy. Oh mm-hmm. wait, drink.
1: Oh yep, podcast clink.
0: there's some video games I've been playing, but I feel like there's a podcast I want to talk about. Now, Mm -hmm. of course, we have a total of like probably 10 listeners.
1: Thank you, by the way. Thank
0: you so much. Yeah. We love you. Not to downplay that by any means, um, but this podcast is, I'm sure, very well known, doing great. I just, I've really enjoyed it. It's called No Dogs in Space Hmm. um, and it is hosted by Carolina Hidalgo and, oh man, wow, what's his name? Have to look it up. Carolina
1: uh, Hidalgo mm-hmm. sounds familiar. What is she from? Is she what really... does she do? What does that last name sound like? So
0: familiar? I believe maybe she's done a little bit of comedy. Um, she is married to one of the hosts of the last podcast on the left.
1: Um, I'm going to grab the dog.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, so um, oh, this is so embarrassing. I cannot remember the name. Um, but last podcast on the left is this huge comedy podcast. They talk about conspiracy theories, um, serial killers.
1: That's like right up my alley.
0: Alien stuff. It's, it's a lot of fun. <clears throat> um, Henry Zabrowski is one of the hosts. Oh, the, the, the. I gotta guy, listen to them. Yeah. The guy that I'm thinking of, he is like the researcher hmm. on the show and they're, of course they're not giving me his name. God, God darn it. Nuts on butts. Well, that's all right. All right. So, uh, so it's Carolina de Hidalgo and her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, her husband does a lot of the research for last podcast on the left. So I think naturally I kind of thought that for this show, he's doing most of the research because that's what he's known for on mm-hmm. last podcast. Um, Henry Zabrowski does research as well, but he's he's kind of a big comedy guy. Um, uh, whereas the the host of this podcast with carolina he's he's more of a radio guy a researcher guy uh, very interesting but uh, this podcast is about music history uh, the first series that they've done is all on punk bands mm-hmm. uh, the Stooges um, the Ramones sex pistols which I't really I don't like the sex pistols myself um, I really like their they just got done with their series on the Dead Kennedys, mm. which I didn't know a lot about. I just know their song, Nazi Punks Fuck Off, which is...
1: Oh, is that the one that you were like, yeah. Cash could sing it and you'd be yeah. totally fine with, and right? i
0: all, like, if I'm going to a listing appointment or something or have some sort of interview, I'll play that song to get myself, like, amped. Hyped up. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's, I want to say it's maybe 60 seconds, if that, but it's just, mm. I. it's not subtle as mm-hmm. you can tell from the title that's about it um there was uh, uh nazis coming to the dead kennedy shows for a little while um probably because they misconstrued one of their song uh, one of their songs is california uber alice and uber alice was the uh, i believe it was a lyric in like uh germany's national anthem when oh. the nazi party was in control it was like germany uber alice or something mm-hmm. i'm not a historian i just love the podcast mm-hmm. um Anyways, I I shouldn't get into the weeds of the actual podcast. Just the level of research that Carolina Hidalgo is doing, Mm -hmm. by the way, is incredible. It's every episode is like you know VH1 Behind the Music, but you get these two uh, investigators uh, researchers takes on it. Um, They're very funny. They've got great chemistry. They're married, Mm -hmm. Um, so they are a ton of fun to listen to uh i I'm not too familiar with uh punk in general let alone like kind of 70s and 80s punk mm-hmm. Which just bl- kind of where it started yeah right oh yeah absolutely yeah these most of this series has been kind of punk originators they get a little bit into uh rockabilly with I want to say the kinks hmm. um but uh I mean it's just uh, it's really incredible um you know very it's all, it's been about all these DIY artists, you know, do it yourself, just, uh, um, get a band together. A lot of the kids don't know how to even play an instrument when they form a band. They're just like crazy, they're like in New York in the seventies or in the UK in the seventies. And they're like, let's try it as you go. There's these cool punk bands. Let's do it. <clears throat> um, it's really incredibly fascinating, educational. Uh, I just, I love it to pieces. Um, uh, it's, it's on the last podcast on the left network. Uh, last podcast on the left is a ton of fun. Uh, it's, they, they, uh, they did a series on Mormonism. It was like a five or six part series. that was super fascinating. That would be fascinating they to watch. A, yeah. Really good series. Yeah. Watch. Yeah. You can really watch podcasts. <laughs> they did a really good, uh, series on the assassination, assassination of JFK. Um, they've got a couple of, uh, series on serial, serial killers that are like three to five parts long, depending wow. on the serial killer. So it's, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Last Podcast on the Left, mm-hmm. uh, but the, the flagship program, Last Podcast on the Left, and No Dogs in Space are definitely two of my favorites. Um, yeah, uh, they just released an episode, the first episode on Joy Division, mm. which I know nothing about the Joy Division. Yeah. And it's their penultimate punk episode, so or punk series. So they'll do the Joy Division and then one more and then I don't know what genre they're gonna move on to. I don't know if they're gonna move on to I have no clue. Oh
1: excuse me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh so yeah, um I, I've loved their punk stuff, but I'm also excited to see see where they go right away from punk. See I don't know if they'll go into kind of a metal hardcore kind Maybe of Maybe they'll
1: just do all different genres. Uh, yeah, cool. or
0: if they'll I mean if they'll go to blues, like Oh, that'd there, be cool or some... jazz or something. Yeah. That oh yeah yeah, absolutely stuff that i have no idea about and that's all that's cool all all the genres have incredible no dogs in
1: space that's a a unique name
0: yeah apparently caroline hidalgo there's a lyric and i think the lyric was something like no no love is oh i don't remember but she thought that the chorus was no dogs in space instead of what (laughs) it really was so that sounds like me yeah making up lyrics yeah she asked uh, her husband like why, why are they saying about no dogs in space? That's that's where the title <laughs> comes from. Uh, that one is, yeah, it's a blast. If you're at all interested in punk or just uh, music history, mm-hmm. the, uh, they they make it inc- incredibly easy to listen to. They're very charismatic. That's fun. Yeah, it's a good time. So,
1: will to check that one out.
0: Yeah. So in October, we would uh, then go into five of the seven movies we watched. We're not doing that anymore because uh, it, it was a lot. It was a lot. It so was fun, but it was a lot. It, like the, the Sunday and Monday after we recorded our final podcast episode and we didn't have to watch movies anymore, it was actually a relief. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, we don't have to watch a podcast. Now we just, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. watch a movie. Um, <laughs> we're doing a podcast. Oh my God. What's wrong with us?
1: <laughs> new drinking game every time yeah. we say watch a podcast.
0: <laughs> so it's, it's good to be away from that. We're going to kind of, we're going to dial back on the amount of content we're getting into, hopefully. Well, yeah. I dialed you back. Um, you gave me an entire show. No, said, no, no, to no, 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 no. No, you just... No, you, no, no. <laughs> I gave you la- a show. Right.
1: But it was your choice how many episodes you wanted to watch.
0: It's like you... To get
1: a feel for the show.
0: It's like you gave a knife to a toddler and said, do whatever. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm just standing I'm this toddler with this knife, like... there's too many options
1: but you know what I should have known better because when you like to research 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 yeah, yeah, eh,
0: fancy Um, (laughs) when you like to when I I research in my laboratory
1: (laughs) you like to really really find the details and like you know I mean everything about so if I give you you know obviously married with children I should have known that you were gonna watch like a lot of them
0: I'm just – I'm worried whenever – like I I don't talk about stuff – well, I guess I don't talk too much when I when there's people listening that I don't know. But especially if it's a topic I don't know about or mm-hmm. I'm not very well versed in, I really don't want to come off like an un- uneducated dickhead. That's kind of a uh,
1: – But you could at least say your opinion about the few episodes I, that you watched, I, you I know? I
0: suppose so. It's just – yeah, I watched – seven episodes of a show that had like 215 episodes or something like that. Which so I should
1: have told you at the beginning, this show doesn't grow much, I feel like.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you so, you could have you know watched
1: what? one and gotten an impression. Since
0: we're talking about it, should I get into it? Yeah. Okay, fantastic. So, Let's So uh, this month we are talking about
1: dysfunctional dysfun- families.
0: Dysfunctional families. And my assignment was to watch Married with Children.
1: Mm-hmm. Because you've never really watched it, right?
0: So when or you I- did. Yeah, when I was a kid, this show was around when I was, like, uh, preteen is when it first started up. Probably mm-hmm. probably pretty well preteen. That sounds about right, yeah. yeah. And I might have started when I was five or six. So when I was in teenage years, or preteen, just preteen, it was probably, like, at the peak of its popularity. And my parents didn't want me watching it. So, of mm-hmm. course, my brother and I would try and watch it whenever we could. That wouldn't happen too often.
1: You rebels.
0: Oh, yeah. We were... <laughs> Real troublemakers. <laughs> but uh, same thing with The Simpsons. We weren't supposed mm-hmm. to watch The Simpsons. And I love The Simpsons. Yeah, I do like, too. Yeah, I'll still, you know, throw it on Disney Plus and just kind of hit random and see what comes up. Even newer seasons. I don't know. I've the, Just the characters. I've got so much history with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I've grown up with them. So even a bad episode of The Simpsons is still a good time.
1: You know what I wonder? Yeah. Is with The Simpsons, like if you didn't grow up on it, would you like it now?
0: See, I think you're absolutely right. I think...
1: Ooh, we've it, got a son. Do
0: we got a kid break? We've got a kid break. Be oh, right back. Oh, man. Uh-oh. Sorry about that. That was a fun kid break. What'd you do? What'd you uh,
1: do well, do on the kid uh, apparently, um, he said, I put the cherries in the wrong spot, and I didn't understand what he was talking about. Right. Um, and then you? I finally figured out it was, he put the batteries in the remote wrong. <laughs> Not cherries. Uh, batteries.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I listened to a podcast. I sat here and listened to a podcast. Well, look
1: at you, Mr. Productive. Oh, yeah.
0: No, not at all. Um, (laughs) All right. So, Married with Children. That's what we were talking about. I didn't grow up with it, so Mm -hmm. I'm coming in pretty clean. And so I, I found the first, like I Googled, what episodes of Married with Children should I watch? And some website brought up like seven episodes that I should watch. Okay. And I'll start going through them right now. So- I guess I'll give you a brief synopsis of Married with Children, in case you don't know. Married with Children is about the Bundys. Uh, it's a sitcom. Uh, it uh, aired in the, started 80s? in the late 80s, early 90s, ran mm-hmm. for 11 seasons. Uh, so it stars Ed O'Neill as Al Bundy, the patriarch of the family. Katie Seagal as Peg. Mm. 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 mm, mm. <laughs> love katie seagal she's the best she is katie seagal went on to voice leela in futurama uh, which is one of my favorite job. shows yes yeah. oh she's love just that. she's a uh, incredible performer yep and uh, amanda beast i believe beers i can't read my own she the neighbor she was the neighbor yeah uh, i can't remember her name the so annoying
1: that neighbor no,
0: you know what we'll talk about it
1: all right i'm excited uh
0: and then uh, christina applegate is the daughter of the mm-hmm. family She's got a name, I'm not going to remember it. And then David Faustino is the son, Bu- Bud.
1: Bud sounds right. Bud sounds right. I don't remember the daughter's name. Doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. So basically the show is about this family. They're they're lower, I'd say lower middle class, if not kind of lower class. Mhm. And uh, Al, so character traits. Al, lazy. Uh, self-centered pig pig (laughs) oh yeah yeah um he's a pig and yet he's not horny for his wife which drives me nuts
1: oxymoron i'm so
0: mad at him for that um (laughs) and apparently cheap which is interesting we'll get into that also uh peg is the wife she's horny for al but then also sometimes not Mm -hmm. i I don't understand that dynamic Mm -hmm. um she is she dresses in these really fun like span- leopard
1: print, yeah, stuff. leopard
0: print, uh, spandex. She kind of looks like uh stereotypical mob boss's wife from the 80s. Oh, yeah, is that about right? Yeah, yeah, big hair, um, very jo- joysy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I think in the show, she's like from uh, some crappy little county or something in the middle of America. <laughs> but uh, God, what are her attributes? She, oh. Uh she's greedy. She spends all of Al's money, even mm. even though he's cheap and broke, which didn't make sense to me. Uh yeah. I think maybe she cheats on Al. There's a couple jokes that kinda of suggested maybe she's getting some on the side, which mm. I mean, if Al's not giving it to her, like what do you expect? And I mean Al's not innocent either. He's like
1: Checking out other Al, women's all stuff. Over the place. Yeah, yeah.
0: So And then uh Bud is the son. He's a uh, young, horny. Um, I saw somebody describe him as being smart. I didn't necessarily see him being smart in any of the episodes I watched. I don't get
1: that from him at all. No,
0: no. Maybe it's just like it's in relation to the daughter. The daughter is very pretty, very popular. Um, And I'm going to use a lot of terms that I don't typically use, like slutty. I feel like that's not really – I mean it's used, but it's not one I choose to use to describe people.
1: But it's kind of what they say to her in the show. Yes,
0: she is a young, dumb, slutty bimbo. Mm -hmm. She's she's a walking blonde joke, hilarious. Uh, And the neighbor, from what I got from the neighbor, maybe she's supposed to be like kind of an annoying elitist compared to these, you know, typical stupid Americans. I don't. Well, I mean, just I think they're trying to paint the Bundys as kind of maybe a caricature. Of the mm. American family, or an inversion of it. Yeah. Um, it makes me think that maybe, like, you know, the creators saw, uh, oh, man, who's the guy that drugged and raped a bunch of women? Oh, And he God. also loves pudding.
1: Oh, oh, my God. Right? <laughs>
0: With the pudding. With the pudding. Right? Camille. Why can't
1: I think of his name?
0: Uh, it's probably better that we don't. That's terrible. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of the name of his show, because it's his name. Yeah. Oh, guys! This is
1: we're so bad at this. It's, okay, it's
0: hard getting on a pa- <laughs> podcast and having to say stuff and remember what stuff. What the hell? Is Do you this want to look name? it up for me?
1: I'm gonna try. 90s sitcoms, I guess.
0: Yeah. Uh, he had the the sweaters. Um,
1: this is terrible. We should know this. Yeah,
0: absolutely. This is really embarrassing.
1: We're gonna just cut this out later.
0: So I think that this <laughs> is just kind of you know maybe the creators saw these wholesome family sitcoms and they said oh well what if we just explore kind of the worst family um a family that really doesn't get along that is as my wife suggested when she started this month a a dysfunctional family and we explore that side of the american dream or maybe the dissolution of the american dream i don't know if i'm doing too much work for that show that's i'm just trying to find a way
1: the Cosby Show. The
0: Cosby Show. My goodness. Oh, that was going
1: to drive yeah. me nuts. Yeah. So, Bill Cosby. How did we not remember yeah, that? Yeah, so Sorry.
0: I wonder if it's kind of an inversion of The Cosby Show. I think that this show came out and was one of the first programs on Fox, because it was the oh. young network at the time. Yeah. And I know Fox was trying to be like the edgy network, like
1: well, they ABC did
0: it and CBS, you got all this wholesome family stuff. We got The Simpsons, Married with Children, and Alien mm-hmm. Autopsy 4. Um, it's like the
1: Netflix of our
0: I guess. And <laughs> Netflix covers everything. Fox was just That's trying true. to be edgy at the time.
1: I guess I'm thinking edgy is like
0: language and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, Anywho. So, yeah, it's about this this family of, of misfits being misfits. And for some reason, the, re- the crowd really roots for them. Mm-hmm. The crowd loves it. And it, anyways, I'm trying not to give away. I'm trying not to show my hand, but I think everybody can tell. I didn't really like this show. Yeah. Yeah. So – the first time I started watching it was the day after Halloween. Um, I had a really good time at Halloween so the next day uh, I was pretty hungover and I started watching the pilot episode and I got about five minutes in and I just couldn't do oh, it I couldn't more. handle it. Yeah, it was just these <clears throat> these characters being real shitty to each other for no reason. Mm-hmm. like this marriage and these two people are just like tearing each other down. I'm like, like I already don't feel good. I don't want to see these people like be mean. So well, I remember
1: you you had me come in to watch a couple parts of different yeah. episodes and stuff. Yeah. Watching it now compared to when I was a kid, I'm like, what was so infatuating yeah. back then? Because it was a popular show. I mean, 11 seasons oh, is yeah. a long time.
0: Yeah. Uh, I saw something. It wasn't like the biggest uh, ratings mm-hmm. getter for Fox, Why but did it was they con- stay on the, It know? seemed pretty consistent. Yeah. At the very least, it was consistent. And I did find out it, it did get canceled. They didn't like opt to quit or opt to end the show. It was canceled. Okay. Um. But so uh, tried watching the pilot episode. Hated it, really bad. And uh, so I thought oh, I'll look up this list. So these were like seven episodes that they recommended. First episode I watched was from season three, episode six. It is called "Her Cups Runneth Over." Uh, something that was interesting. There's a lady that led a boycott to boycott this show. Um. Not because of like a ton of misogyny and gay panic, uh, homophobia, um, but because there's a gentleman wearing stockings. What? And so she wanted to boycott the show for that. When the show was clearly making fun of this man that was wearing stockings that probably just felt comfortable in stockings. Mm -hmm. Like when I talk about this show, I don't want to just, it was a different time, Mm -hmm. different sensibilities, understanding people or not understanding people. For that matter, this show just didn't really try to understand anybody that wasn't the Bundys, and just kind of tore them down. But also simultaneously tore the Bundys down through the show. They're never—I don't think they're ever supposed to be seen as right in their interpretation of the world or how they act. I think they're supposed to be uh, wrong. Mm They're—they're not supposed to be the ideal. But the way the crowd reacts. You can tell they're like, "Oh man, I'm I'm a real owl, you know. I'm an owl myself," <laughs> um, and so her cups runneth over. Uh, oh yeah, something that was weird. Every episode, you know, the the opening song is "Love and Marriage," yeah, sung by Frank Sinatra. The beginning of all these episodes, it was just some crappy knockoff elevator music version. I hmm. wonder if they lost the rights, and then when the Gained DVDs came out, well, no, they they def- They definitely didn't get it back. Yeah. The pilot episode, they did play love and marriage, but then the rest of them just had this kind of rinky dinky, you know, sound alike, but legally dissimilar. So they must have lost the rights somehow. Hmm. So um, first note I wrote besides that they lost the rights to love and marriage, uh, Peg is a goddess. Mm -hmm. And in this episode, it's her birthday. Um, I'm going to go through these quick. Peg's birthday. uh, She wants to go and buy something to make her feel better because she's getting older excuse me and uh she finds out that her her favorite bra has been discontinued Mm -hmm. and so al so he doesn't get in trouble he decides he's gonna go find her bras okay uh to to you know buy her her favorite bras that work best for her um i mean we've been married 10 years you Mm -hmm. don't have like you don't have a bra. Like a bra a bra type, a bra version.
1: Um, have you seen my chest size? Okay. <laughs> well, so well, there's no bra that I <laughs> I need to have to make
0: my boobs look good. Well, we've got a friend, I should probably ask her, a friend that used to work at Victoria's Secret. Yeah. I wonder since she was in the industry, if she does, is that a thing that women have? Are women like, you know, this is my bra, this is the one that fits me the best, is perfect. If so, let us know if you want to. You don't have to if you don't want to. Like, that's kind of a personal question. We don't know know each other that well. So <laughs> if if you do, let me know. Oh, time for another kid break. <laughs> guys, this was a big kid break. You guys are here for this. Yeah. I, Mark your calendars. I was just about to, like, tell my son, like, hey, you got to stop knocking, bud. We're, we're going to be done soon. And <laughs> he's like, but I lost a tooth.
1: This is his first tooth that he's lost, yeah. you guys. So
0: this is big news. We have no idea where it is. He probably ate it.
1: He was eating a hamburger yeah. from Wendy's <laughs> from earlier. And I was, you know, you try and ask him what he was doing beforehand. He's like, I don't I don't know what I was eating. <laughs> yeah. But crazy story. I think that's what happened with my first tooth, too. Yeah. Eating cereal. And then all of a sudden it was gone. I'm like, Mom, I don't have my tooth. And she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> so this is going to be exciting.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. All right, well, on the fly, I'm going to change up what I'm doing. I'm going to go through each episode, give a very brief synopsis, and then just kind of give my general impressions on the show. So, uh, her cup's runneth over. Uh, Peg's birthday, she's sad. Al decides to go buy her her favorite bras to make her feel better. Uh, episode four, no, season four, episode 11, It's a Bundiful Life, part one, and then It's a Bundiful Life, part two. Uh, Al Bundy is gonna get some extra money because he bought into a Christmas savings plan. Um, he doesn't get the money out in time. Uh, so his family's mad at him because they never get Christmas presents on Christmas and he got their hopes up Aww. and then uh, he didn't get them Christmas presents and then in the second episode uh, some uh, lights shock him and so it becomes it's a beautiful life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his angel is Sam Kinnison. He's a famous comedian from that time. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of loud. Obnoxious? And, or? I think, in my opinion, yes. Oh, that's uh, a bummer. Well, fits with the show. Um, yeah. Gil. Her dog's whining at us. So hey, uh, So that was episode uh, one and two of It's a bundleful Life. And then season five, episode three, Sue Casa, his Casa. Uh, guys, I really started... <laughs> you know, my interest was waning on this one. <laughs> Basically, uh, oh, uh, uh, Al's son, Bud, was driving his car, um, but Al was too cheap to get insurance on the car, and he got into a car accident, and they try to countersue the other driver. Um, but, of course, it doesn't work out well because they're all idiots. Oh, boy. Um, but then, at the end of the episode, uh, Al gets run over by another car and I think I think they kind of get their money back that way oh know. geez it, it ends with like some subtitles like showing mm-hmm. what happened at the end they just ran out of time it looked like okay uh, next season 5 episode 21 you better shop around and then episode 22 you better shop around part 2 oh so this one uh, it's 100 degree heat in Chicago the family wants uh, AC uh another al's too cheap to get ac so he <laughs> buys this super old unit that he has to tie into like the city electrical line and he knocks out the power in the entire neighborhood uh so then god a lot happened in these two episodes and it all sucked um <laughs> <laughs> uh so then they decide they're gonna live in the grocery store because there's ac in the grocery store oh god which
1: isn't that where al works isn't the no he store? works
0: at a shoe store which gets a lot of flack for selling women's shoes.
1: How can they? How can they um, live in the grocery store then?
0: They just kind of move into the grocery store. It, it doesn't may-
1: show like, "Hey, we're gonna go there after hours." And <sighs> no, they're they're
0: just posted up in an aisle, and then they finally kind of get kicked out. And uh, Al uh, is behind, so he's based. They're told you got to buy something or you okay. need to leave. So Al's going to buy this, like, sticky gum because they can work up, like, 16 cents altogether. together. hmm And the neighbor is in front of them, and Al Bundy cuts her off, and he's the one millionth customer, so he wins a $1,000 supermarket sweep. Oh, my gosh. But because he cut off his neighbor, she also gets to do it, and it's competition. Whoever wins gets 1000 bucks. Okay. Um, so then the rest of that episode is them doing the supermarket sweep. I think this is where the neighbor finds her new husband boyfriend something like that okay he's in the earlier seasons she had a husband steve mm-hmm. um and then in this season i recognize the guy um yeah anyways
1: <laughs> from what i remember i think i i kind of had a small crush on steve is he a pretty good looking guy
0: so was he the brunette or the blonde
1: i think he's more blonde
0: yeah he's the later episodes
1: so he's going to be the boyfriend that she meets. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, he's uh he's also in I can't remember if it's uh, Wayne's World or Wayne's World Part 2. They go to meet uh like the radio DJ and Howland Jack and they run into the guy, the the sexy guy, Okay. guy. And they're like, "Hey, you know, you're the DJ." He goes, "No, I'm not the DJ." And then it's uh uh the guy that actually voices Homer Simpson, I believe. Oh. And he's the radio DJ, and he's kind of frumpy and not great looking. And then they cut over to, like, Howlin' Jack, and it's the handsome guy. And he's <laughs> just, like, just, like, screams in the microphone, like, hey, hey, hey. And so <laughs> um, that's, yeah, that's how I uh, recognize that guy. Okay. It was from Wayne's World Part 1 or 2. I can't remember. That's fun. Yeah. And then the final episode I watched, uh, Season 11, Episode 9. So, like, the kids are obviously adults now, um, called... Oh, I almost thought the episode was, God, I hate this show. But that was my previous <laughs> note. So, season 11, episode 9.
1: Tell us how you really feel, yeah, honey.
0: Crimes Against Obesity. This this episode is it's really weird. It's, it's dumb. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. So, <laughs> uh, it's Al's birthday mm-hmm. this time. And so, Al, uh, he's at the shoe store. With his coworker and the neighbor's husband. Okay. And uh, they take him out to lunch. And before he goes out to lunch, he makes fun of a, a, a thick lady.
1: Oh, here and, we
0: go. Yeah, she's like, you know, you haven't seen the last of me. And he's like, fat joke, fat joke. And then they go off and they party. And somehow Al gets all these uh, free meal coupons. Mm-hmm. Um, he shows back up at the store and the lady shows up again and he's by himself. And all these plus-size women come into the store. They, they chain him to a chair, and they, they have a courtroom session. What? Where all of the ladies voice how they were uh, abused by mm-hmm. Al, and they actually cut back to previous seasons and episodes in the show with the same actors coming back. Interesting. And uh, every time he makes fun of the women – uh, one of his free um, free meal tickets gets torn up. Uh, that goes on for a while. And then at the end of it, uh, he gives a story of like, you know, when I was young, I was a fat kid. I got picked on a lot. So that's probably why I'm making fun of you guys because I can't deal with the trauma that I had. Hmm. Which I was like, are we actually going to have some growth? Mm-hmm. And then they all leave. And they're like, hey, you know, it's all good. We're going to tell plus size women to come here. And then he makes fun of them. And then he, he tells Peg because she shows up and goes, no, I was just lying to him. Oh, my so God. I, I really hate everybody in this show. <laughs> Besides Peg. She's a queen. Yeah. Um, oh, and there's a really bad B story about the, the son and daughter trying to, like, tint the windows in Al's car for him for his birthday. Okay. It's just utterly pointless. <laughs> it's so stupid. The poor Christina Applegate. She's obviously a, a fantastic actor.
1: It's interesting that like a show like that mm-hmm. um had three out of the four became like really prominent actors.
0: Yeah, just uh David Faustino.
1: What? I wonder what he did after that. I don't know. Poor guy.
0: I saw an interview with him. Unfortunately, the audio was so bad. I couldn't hear what he was saying or what the guy was saying, but he was at some convention. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully he's doing fine. Um I mean, I'm trying to kind of have the same headspace as somebody watching this in the early uh, early 90s, late 80s, but I can't. I just can't. The whole time, like, you know, the, the gay panic, um, you know, there's a scene when they're living in the supermarket where Al just follows this woman around and drops things. And says, excuse me, miss, you dropped that. And she picks it up. And every all the people in the crowd go, like, woo. Oh. And then he just follows her around and does it to her multiple times. I'm like, okay, so this woman is a walking goldfish, mm-hmm. you know, and giving her no credit um, and like Al's stalking her. Uh, it's, uh, it's just, there's nothing, there's nothing worth watching in this show. Mm-hmm. I, j- I really wanted to like i'm thinking maybe it's campy maybe it's just kind of camp uh but it's i think the audience doesn't help like
1: cuz they're cheering on like yeah. the terrible jokes it's, and it's making like, fun of people yeah
0: it's like wolf of wall street like wolf of wall street is about Ugh. this man who's a really terrible person yeah. takes advantage of a lot of people mm-hmm. um and kind of pays for it in the end Eh, more or less he pays for it in the end i suppose right but then of course there are all these these dumb bros that are like oh man i want to live that life i want to throw be just like him i want to throw midgets and do a bunch of drugs it's like you know people sometimes people don't get it same thing happened with fight club Mm -hmm. you know um there's just some people out there that that don't understand that you know just because somebody's the protagonist of a film doesn't mean they're to be rooted for Mm -hmm. there's 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 bad good guys um, you know, and that's, that's part of the story and part of the lesson is their downfall. And yeah, uh,
1: I mean, did it make you feel like, wow, we've come a long way since this show?
0: Oh, sure. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I feel like, uh, this show was just, it was at a time where everything was kind of to the extreme, to the max, mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, you, you know, I'm going to shock your parents, whatever the hell, um, <laughs> You know, and Fox was very much about that. They seemed to want to yeah. be kind of the shocking, edgy right. uh, network. So the show kind of fits with that that narrative. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then later we kind of got into just super sarcastic times. Like I feel like Friends is kind of that where, you know, Chandler's like, uh, could I be any more Chandler or whatever? Like and <laughs> a lot of the, oh, well, that went well. And then everybody claps in the audience. And I, right. And I puke. Um, <laughs> so, and then we, I feel like we're now in a time of, there was sincerity, and now there's like super sincerity, like the mm-hmm. uh, like the sadness porn shows, like This Is Us. Oh my god! And, yeah, uh, even like Modern Family is they're they're just uh, they're so genuine and sweet, and all the characters are so likable and enjoyable. But there's also
1: growth in those shows. A ton of
0: growth. Yeah, all the episodes I watched, I I knew from like the very the first five minutes of the pilot, I'm like, okay, so. Um, Kyle's a lazy jerk, mm-hmm. pegs sex starve, but doesn't do anything around the house and just spends money, and uh, daughter's a slutty, hot girl that's stupid, And uh, Bud is horny. Yeah. And there's nothing else in the show. That, I, And this is one where if anybody watched more of the show, if this was like your show back in the day, and I'm missing a bunch of stuff, please, please let me know. If there's like some some episodes with some really good character growth, let me know. And if there's not, let me know. I
1: feel like there probably isn't. Yeah. If
0: (laughs) if it's just a surface level cut and dry show that was popular for these characters that do not grow at all, that's okay. You Mm -hmm. know, it ran for 11 seasons. They obviously did fantastic. Um, had some great actors in there, Mm -hmm. uh, given great performances. It's just, it's, this is definitely one that's chalked up to like, this isn't for me. Yeah. Not interested.
1: It is kind of crazy to like watch them now and yeah. you hear the audience laughing at like the really terrible jokes. Yeah. And like, I don't think I even smiled e- when I was in here watching yeah,
0: Every episode's got a hot lady and they just kind of hoot at her. And the first time you're like, oh boy, I remember these. And then it happens again and again. It's like.
1: It does make you kind of like, feel gross. Oh my
0: God. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know. This one, I feel like I'm not saying anything that's interesting. Because I, I don't think the show's really given me anything to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the characters don't grow at all.
1: Well, I remember you had asked me, like, do you think that the, uh, rapport, or the relationship between uh, Al and Peg is because they kind of give each other a lot of shit? And you don't know if that's, like, genuine yeah. or if that's just them. Like, that's how they show their love. Right. Is by giving each other right. shit.
0: Because, yeah. Because there will be scenes where they're giving each other shit, which is cool like if that's somebody's rapport in the show that's fine but then like peggy will be in a whole nother room and Al will say the same stuff to his buddy mm-hmm. uh to another character and it's like oh so, so, so he it, really it doesn't like he her feels this way <laughs> yeah yeah he's not attracted to her for which they don't really get into i think it's just the fact that she doesn't like cook and clean that's why he's not attracted to her yeah, yeah it still makes no, no sense. sense um so sorry i i wish i could kind of say something i was just curious because i honestly haven't
1: watched it since i was a preteen so i know that it was a dysfunctional family
0: yeah
1: um so i'm just like you know interested to hear like you say like this is not aged well which i kind of thought that it probably wouldn't um but yeah i just didn't know if there's anything like
0: yeah was there anything like simpsony growing wise no not really. No, everybody like in the Simpsons, everybody has a really good moment of growth, and you know, you sh- it like shows they actually they care really about each, love other. each other. Yeah, you you get that very like minimal, if at all, in this show, because um, it just it's so scared of ev- having any affection mm-hmm. shown between the characters. And uh, oh, if if you wanted to watch the show, if you want, I think of all the episodes I watched, if you want to watch something that gives you a you watch this and you know the show. You're good. You don't have to okay. watch it anymore if you don't want to. It's a Bundleful Life, episode one and two. That really encapsulated the characters for for me. Um and of course you've got Sam Kinnison in there. Rest in peace. But man, I never liked his comedy. <laughs> so, uh so let's uh let's go on to yours, honey. What did I tell you ask you? prompt you to research. I don't know. I'm not I'm not your boss. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, so I got to watch episodes of Friends with the Geller's. So Monica, Ross with mom and dad. Um and so I feel like I really didn't need to rewatch these episodes cuz I've watched all seasons of Friends like multiple times, but it was kind of nice to rewatch some of them anyways.
0: I feel like every like 16 months or 18 months you'll watch rewatch them you'll rewatch the friends man
1: i'm just addicted it's so fun i know yeah. it's not your cup of tea but that's okay
0: yeah i think i just don't like sitcoms
1: maybe that's it yeah well you like seinfeld uh, not really
0: i i uh, i like parts of seinfeld okay i'll say that yeah okay. yeah
1: um but yeah basically the relationship with so monica ross our brother and sister which I'm sure we've all watched friends so I, you know this isn't news but um and then their parents are not the greatest parents
0: do you know their names
1: Judy and I don't remember the dad's name
0: No, well, I didn't remember the daughter's name so we're on the <laughs> same page here um
1: yeah so so Judy is with her daughter Monica obviously she she plays favorites both of the parents really love Ross right yeah they really are like 100% like he's the the, the golden just, child. The golden child. Yeah. You know, he won all the awards. He's, you know.
0: Was he the firstborn? Is he the oldest? He was the firstborn. Maybe. Do you Which, think that's part of it? I don't
1: know. Typically, I feel like it's the baby that's the favorite. That's true. That's right? True. Yeah. Um. No, so Uh. yeah, Ross is usually the, the favorite. And so with Monica, like, she cannot do anything right. Like, mom just. So I wrote down some notes here. So, first of all, mom treats both the kids like. Both of her kids like kids, like babies. Okay. I mean, okay. There's, there, there's a part where they come to a, a dinner at their place and she's like, did you thank Richard for the ride? You know, like very mom yeah. talking to a five-year-old, right? Yeah. Um, so a couple things that they've done to Monica, which is really messed up that they would never do to Ross is, so they changed her room to a gym when she moved out. They didn't do anything to Ross's room. Huh. Um, mom body shames Monica.
0: Oh yeah, that stuff's messed up.
1: Which Monica, when she was younger, was pretty big, and then she lost a bunch of weight, and she looks great now, and she has great life. For some reason, Mom is still like criticizing her body. Uh, she doesn't think that her ears are her best feature, so if Monica has her hair tucked behind her ears, she'll like untuck them.
0: Wow! That's and dark. she's just like,
1: "Honey," like she, I mean, just any little thing is just always criticizing her. Um, Boy, there was a time where uh, they had a flood. In the garage. And to stop the flood from getting into the house, they moved a bunch of boxes in front of the... Like, to uh, stop it from coming yeah. to the house. Yeah. All the boxes were Monica's memories and mementos.
0: None of Ross's. None of anybody else's stuff. Out of context, this is incredibly dark stuff. Right. This is so sad.
1: It is really sad. Yeah. Like, it, it makes you feel like they do not care about Monica at all. Yeah. Right. Um. So, yeah. They, they moved all of her boxes to... Shield the flood, um. She, Mom says, "Oh, I just thought you were going to quote unquote pull a Monica," which basically means she would say this when she think that Monica would mess up.
0: Yeah, I remember that. I, I that the the bits of Friends I've uh, probably all together I've seen like a season's worth from yeah. all the little bits and bobs I've seen. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, they wouldn't really accept any of her boyfriends. They would always criticize them, like obviously with. Um, she dated, so this is kind of messed up, yeah. well, kind of yeah. um, so she dated her dad's friend,
0: oh th- uh, that was the guy the with the doctor. with the mustache, right yes, yeah, uh, um uh, he was on a show, not hawaii five o magnum p i we'll call him magnum, okay, okay,
1: yeah, um, so she was like in her twenties, and he's clearly in his fifties. And, uh, yeah, so she they kind of had to come out to mom and dad like, hey, we're dating, and it was a big issue, right? So, yeah. clearly, yeah, that's very awkward, and so I get why she wouldn't really support that right away. Um, and then Chandler, she started dating Chandler. Wait. And
0: so- sorry, who started? Oh, wait. Monica mom- started sorry. dating Chandler. Yep. Okay, I'm
1: back. Um, so, mom and dad don't like Chandler because they thought back in the day that Chandler used to smoke weed, And so they they judged him for that when really uh, there was a time where they went into Ross's room, smelt the weed, and Ross blamed it on Chandler.
0: That sounds like Ross. Right.
1: (laughs) So they didn't like Chandler for the longest time until Ross came clean.
0: I think, like, not talking about likable characters, but I think Chandler is one of the best characters as far as just being a decent person. Do do you think that's accurate, or does he do some pretty crappy stuff?
1: Oh. So, yeah i guess he's kind of pretty decent
0: i feel like ross is pretty conniving weaselly kind of a just a crappy person altogether. i don't get that no really i don't oh i don't think he's manipulative
1: he's cra- oh yeah all right yeah, I, I get that okay yeah um but no yeah Ch- chandler's fun funny like
0: chandler and phoebe probably right <laughs> joe joe is just like a dog he's just a puppy
1: Oh, yeah, and you missed my intro. I thought you were going to say, like, hey, babe, how are you doing this week? And I was going to be oh. like, how are you doing? Oh,
0: I'm sorry. Totally I Totally <laughs> it. I sensed that you had something fun to do, and I'm like, no.
1: I'm going to cut her oh, off.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, another thing is that, so this is kind of messed up. The parents spent their entire wedding fund that they were saving for Monica on a beach house because they didn't think that that day for her wedding would ever come.
0: I just realized my shocking face doesn't... Can,
1: translate, yeah, it to doesn't the translate into audio
0: but so um, yeah that one's that's pretty messed up that, that's kind of rich kid problems but still still like, still that's the, and they thought because and their justification was oh we never thought you'd get married
1: yeah the whole time she's like, like, that's... like i mean she would like dig into monica like oh well at least ross has a baby and ross has been married and like so and so got married and oh it must be so nice to have a daughter to get married you know type attitude um, which who wants that? Who wants no, that no, nitpicky all. nagging all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so she doesn't have faith in Monica, mom doesn't. So, mom has actually hired her for an event that she had at her home, had Monica um, cater, right? And uh, for some reason, she decided that she was going to make up backup lasagnas in case anything went wrong, in
0: case she pulled a Monica, in case right. she pulled a okay. Monica. Okay, I'm learning, yep.
1: I'm learning. yep. Um <laughs> So Monica's always eager to get mom's approval, like I feel like Dad's kind of,
0: which is so sad.
1: It is really sad. Like
0: she should, I don't know, like just screw your mom. Then that's so but, mean. But in
1: in another episode, like so, Monica's grandma died. Okay, uh-huh. and there's a a part where Monica and her mom are sitting on the couch talking, and her her mom's like you know, you know, Nana would never like this. You know, she wouldn't like the flowers I got. She wouldn't like the food I got. Like, so she has the same relationship with her mom that she has with Monica.
0: So it's a comment on the cyclical nature of right. parents and their kids. And
1: and she she kind of got the, um, the sense that Monica felt the same way when I think she had said, like, do you ever feel like, you know – is there somebody in your life that have just criticized you for every little thing that you do? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, You know, just their conversation. She can kind of get like, okay, Monica kind of feels this way, you know? Um, So there's a a moment where you're like, okay, is she going to get this and kind of like, you know, grow from this or not. Um, But yeah. So yeah, I guess, you know, Monica is catering this event. She's a very skilled chef. And she works at a very big... Um, I think she's got her own catering company right now. Okay. And uh, so I think there's um, a nail that comes off of Phoebe, maybe, that lands in some of the food. And so she tells her mom was about it. Was it a lasagna? No, I don't Ooh. think it was a lasagna. Because her yep. mom made lasagnas to back up Okay. the mess-ups, I think. Okay. Maybe not. I, I don't remember I what type of food.
0: I don't remember. I shouldn't uh, ask questions. No. <laughs> um
1: no, so she, Monica's obviously very um, hurt that her mom would make a backup because she thought yeah. that she, her daughter was going to fail.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's right? Yeah.
1: Like, she was feeling so excited about, like, my mom finally trusts me to do this event for all these people.
0: Right.
1: And, you know. um. So there's an episode where Ross was going to tell the parents that his ex was a lesbian, but that she was going to have his baby, but that his ex-wife was going to raise the baby with her lesbian lover. right? And Monica had the parents over for dinner. And she was hoping that kind of Ross's news was going to kind of take the heat off her because she knew that mom is always going to just focus solely negative energy on her. Yeah. And so she's like, you need to tell them this so that way they don't give me such a hard time. Well, he ends up getting up and he he says this to them, like, I'm so sorry, This what's happening? and instead of her initial reaction Monica's mom's initial reaction is to look at Monica and be like and you knew about
0: this wow you
1: know That's... <laughs> so she's just That's awful you know um and dad kind of like he loves the kids but he kind of has his own faults too like he kind of insinuates that Monica's not really a dreamer. And, you know, I'm so glad that, you know, I don't have a daughter that thinks that she has to like shoot for the moon or, you know, things like that, which is like a backhand. Yeah. You know, um. but I guess there's a, a fan theory out there that Judy, the mom, had a former lover that got her pregnant with Monica. And that's why the parents treat her differently.
0: That's fascinating. Right. And that's that really fun? interesting. Nope. Yeah. Oh, Tom Selleck the mustache tom yeah. yes what if it was with tom oh gross oh that'd be gross oh gross <laughs> gross new fan <laughs> don't theory. even don't even oh no. she banged her dad ew <laughs>
1: <laughs> why you had to go down that road
0: oh because i don't like friends <laughs>
1: <laughs> why did i marry this guy no i'm just kidding oh boy um gill gill our, our hound is whining why are we whining, Gil? We love fun. you. This is fun. She's <laughs> very needy. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, they're they have a very difficult relationship and I don't know if it ever really ever gets better. I think they just kind of learn to live with it and yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: And and I think we were talking about like probably one of the writers or the creators of the show had a relationship like that. I'm sure plenty of people out there have a relationship where they feel like and no matter was... what they do, they can't do right and one of their Mm -hmm. siblings is like the golden child so this is probably just taken to that you know that degree where it's where it's funny and it's comedy
1: when i was trying to get some like behind the scene um like interviews from the writer to say like why you know she brought in the relationship of monica and her mom in that light um there's really nothing on it Hmm. that i could find anyways yeah Um, But, yeah, I I was kind of talking to you earlier about, you know, I don't think that really any of the relationships of the Friends characters with their parents are 100%. You know, I feel like they all kind of have their own issues, but...
0: I guess that's kids and parents in general. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. So it was... It was interesting, but, yeah. you know.
0: Do you, uh, do you know about how many episodes you watched, like, specifically with the Gellers? Because I think you I think oh. just started watching Friends again. <laughs> I that. think, it, yeah. yeah. I
1: mean, there's probably only, like, six or seven episodes of, oh, like, right? Mom and Dad actually okay. in there. Yeah.
0: Okay. Were there some episodes where Mom was there, but Dad wasn't, or Dad was played by a different actor? No. Okay. They always had the same actors. Okay. I'm probably just thinking something else. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I like the guy that plays uh, the dad.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to remember. He's in something else too. Um, I'm not even. Never mind. I'm not yeah. going to go down the road because I'm not going to remember the name at all. Right. But yeah. um, they're great actors, and I feel like they kind of had to have that type of relationship in the show just for people to relate to it. Yeah. You know, because it is kind of really dysfunctional. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But um, I, you know, it's always fun to re rewatch those shows. I'm. Big friends fan, so this is kind of an easy one for me, honey.
0: But so I'm I'm just kind of springing you on this. So feel free to say no. I don't have an answer, but d- can you think of an episode that maybe uh, encompasses the the Geller family dynamic?
1: Hmm. Hmm. I mean,
0: the, sorry the the one where uh, Ross is supposed to say. That is his ex is a lesbian and raising the dinner kid. night. So, yeah. Do you think that one's pretty? That one's pretty up there. Okay. Yeah. I was just okay. thinking of that
1: one because yeah, that one clearly shows that like Monica is saying, you know, I don't want this attention on me. So why don't you bring this up? So that way mom stops criticizing me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That, that might be the one.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. Awesome. All right. I'm never watching Married with Children again. (laughs) Never, ever. Um, But yeah, I I gave you that assignment. I I don't know. I know a little bit about friends, but I always thought their relationship was very complicated and honestly kind of sad. Like, just that Monica, like, Mm -hmm. is just obviously, you know, and isn't that part of the show? Is like she's a perfectionist and she's extremely competitive. Oh, yeah. And I think the show suggests that that comes from. Her trying to get her parents' approval, so now yeah. she needs everybody's approval. Yep. So it's baked into that character, and as much as I can't stand that character, a lot of times, mm-hmm. at least there's justification behind it. That's that's something I was looking for in uh, Married, with, Married children. with Children, and there was really no justification. It was just this family's poor, and they're all mean to each other. Yeah. And sad. Start laughing at it, and then I. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Is this another kid break?
1: I, might be. Maybe. We'll see.
0: We're back from another successful kid break. Well, <laughs> hey guys, email us. Let us know what you do on the kid breaks. Right. Which probably nothing because we just put in like a little sound thing to fill it in. Two um, seconds later. Yeah. yeah. Or do you have kid breaks? If you do, <laughs> what's your favorite thing to do on your kid break? Okay, so I think we covered, you covered the Gellers with friends very well. You're very knowledgeable with friends. I watched a couple of episodes of Married with the Children and didn't have fun.
1: So sorry. So,
0: that's a, Hopefully, sorry. this ne- this
1: next assignment will be a little bit I'm more be, fun be for you. I'm
0: being a real baby about it. It, <laughs> it was fun to see young Ed O'Neill acting and uh, see my queen Katie Segal, mm-hmm. you know, acting in the first role I ever saw her in, and then she became, you know, my animated love Leela. right? Uh, yeah. So, so that was nice. Mm-hmm. And young Christina Applegate. I mean, especially seeing her now, she's in that show on Netflix
1: oh yes it's i love it why can't i think of it
0: something about death or killing or something yes i can't remember the title but it's so good anyways oh and she's in that with my other crush yep i got a lot of crushes yeah you do (laughs) (laughs) uh all right so we are gonna give each other our assignments for next week do you remember who went first last time
1: i think i went first last time
0: so you told me yep okay so i'll tell you what you're doing yeah all right i gotta get out something oh god So we are, of course, still on the subject of dysfunctional families.
1: Uh Uh-huh. I'm kind of scared that you have like a prop or something.
0: So. Oh, boy. This is our first comic book.
1: Hey, all right.
0: Yeah. So uh, this is uh, House of M. It was a comic book series from early 2000s Mm -hmm. and has a lot to do with Scarlet Witch Mm. Um, who's played by Ashley Olsen in the show, mm-hmm. but, uh, Scarlet Witch is, uh, she is Quicksilver's sister mm-hmm. and they are both the son and daughter of Magneto mm. in the proper, like Marvel universe. Got it. They couldn't do that with the movies cause Fox owned the rights to Magneto and the X-Men for a long time. So, um, anyways, <laughs> uh, so this, I'm going to have to give some backstory on this to you, I think. Okay. Okay. Without boring you, mm-hmm. and you know what? Maybe I can give this backstory here. I'll keep it pretty minimal. So, okay. uh, If anybody hasn't read House of M and you want to, I guess like skip forward a couple minutes, <laughs> if that. Uh, but so, Wanda Maximoff, aka Scarlet Witch, uh, there is a point in the Marvel universe where she loses grip with reality. Um, I believe it is because her kids die. Um, Or Vision dies That part I'm not too familiar with All you need to know is she is losing her Grip around reality mm-hmm. And she has these powers that alter reality Okay um, So at one point she loses her mind More or less And she accidentally destroys the Avengers She mm. kills uh, the Ant-Man At that time I believe she kills Hawkeye as well oh, wow! And, and she's not doing this on purpose She's just losing grip with reality Right uh, so when we pick up on House of M, it's been a while since I've read this, but Wanda is basically being taken care of by uh, Magneto and Quicksilver. Okay. Uh, I think maybe on the Island of Genosha or something. I don't I don't remember offhand. I should probably read this before you mm-hmm. do. Um, but uh, basically the Avengers and superheroes come knocking and say, like, Wanda kind of has to pay for these. Lives as she ended. Mm-hmm. And Wanda ends up creating an all new reality. Okay. And I'll leave it there. Okay. So it does have I'm to... excited. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah. I i, I never wanna bore you with like m- my nerdier shit.
1: Well, you know that I like, you know, Marvel and the X. That's that's you know, true. DC you're Con. you're
0: always there, uh, you know, opening weekend with me seeing new Marvel movies and we haven't gotten to see a new Marvel movie in a while, so hopefully kind of some proper Marvel canon might mm-hmm. kind of help you out. Love it. Um, awesome. Cool. Very cool.
1: Uh, mine's more um... – <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Okay. okay. So this is, I, I chose this because I think I saw the book come up, and I'm like, that's kind of fascinating, and I would like to learn about it. So you can buy the book if you want to. You don't have to Okay. because it's a book, and you'd have a week to read it. But mm-hmm. – um, your, uh, challenge work, whatever job for this week is, uh-huh. um, I'm giving you Hugh Hefner's relationships with That's the play bunnies so, because I've heard, so Holly Madison was like the main girlfriend of Hugh Hefner. I remember Holly. She's got a couple books out, I guess. Okay. One of them is down the rabbit hole, which she kind of comes, brings to light, like all the different, like rules and regulations that all of the play girls that were the girlfriends, um, had to follow in order to be a girlfriend.
0: This is right up my alley honestly.
1: Okay, I was yeah. like I would I'm really fascinated yeah, to no. learn about it, so I really hope that you would want to learn about it yeah. too. Yeah.
0: There were years ago, um there was a like a rule book that was leaked. I want to say it was the Oakland Raiders cheerleaders. There mm. was this whole like notebook they had of like you know you, if you're on your period you should wear a tampon like all this dumb stuff but also like about their hygiene and you know, like how really they should strict interact rules. with people. Like, very, yes, you yeah. are an Oakland Raiders. If if I'm getting the organization wrong, I apologize. But I'm sure most every NFL sure. organization has these kind of rules for their cheerle- cheerleaders. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was just uh, extremely strict and uh, kind of uh, dehumanizing. Mm-hmm. So I'm really curious to see what kind of restrictions were put on these women that were Hugh, especially yeah. Hugh Hefner's girlfriends, like the yeah. Navy SEALs of Playboy bunnies. Right. That's, <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, so there's, oh God, I don't even remember the names. There's basically for a while there, there was those three main girlfriends.
0: I like the sportier one
1: uh who's this? i don't remember. I don't
0: know. that didn't help oh the i know who i know who you're talking about though <laughs> i just i remember what was i don't even remember the name of the she was show. like short blonde uh I guess they yeah were blonde, i think she but... had kind of the deeper laugh mm-hmm. yeah yeah she's fun
1: yeah she was a good time i don't even remember the show either but i used to watch it all the time yeah. but yeah so i'm fascinated i heard that there was like i don't know like all these um you obviously couldn't have any other boyfriends there was like right. a curfew and I don't know, so many times that you had to like sleep in Hef's bed and like actually have sex with them and things like that. So um Thanks. yeah, just interesting. So Oof. that is your your homework for this week. Awesome. Which will be pretty interesting to hear. So
0: I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I yeah. think that's super interesting. Yeah. Uh yeah. Exposes on how, you know, women are Told What to Do by Powerful Men. Always interesting. Yeah. Because they come up with just some gross, weird stuff. Oh, it's so gross. And now that Hugh's dead, (sighs) might as well dig into it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. We're okay with speaking ill of the dead on this podcast, (laughs) as you can tell. Between Hugh Hefner being a gross old weirdo and uh, Sam Kennison being a bad comedian. Mm. Those are hot takes. (laughs) We're picking on dead people. (laughs) Um. Awesome. I'm excited. I think these are really good, really rich sources mm-hmm. of information. Yeah. I'm pumped. I think Me too. This is a great be fun. choice, honey. Oh good. Fantastic.
1: I had to, yeah. you know, kinda of redeem myself from the married with children. I
0: I, <laughs> I was being a baby. You did a fantastic job. I was it's just not a
1: good show though, and I should have known that. Uh, I, it's just like it's when we It's definitely heard, not we... a show for me. When we came up with like dysfun- well, when I came up with dysfunctional family, I think that was like the first thing that came to my mind was right, like, Oh, right. this family is messed up, so this would be perfect.
0: You know what I should say something nice about the show? What? Uh the dog in the first few seasons, I believe his name is Buck. Huh. Such such a good boy.
1: They had a dog?
0: They had a dog. I don't and even remember Something a dog. I liked is in the intro. Uh Al's sitting on the couch facing forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peg and Bud are behind the couch and Peg is like kind of fixing bud's shirt or whatever and pug uh pug buck. <laughs> bud taps his dad on the shoulder dad gives him money ah. and then uh the daughter comes downstairs dad instantly gives her money and then peg sits next to him gives her money mm-hmm. and then buck from behind the couch like hops oh, up on the back of the yeah. couch and I takes the money in his now. mouth that's so nice that's cute yeah and that that last episode i watched from like season 11 they had mm-hmm. a, a, a spaniel instead of buck i'm sure buck passed oh. away But I love Buck. I love that breed. I have no idea. Just a big, shaggy breed. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. So he's the best part of the show. And I I didn't even watch any, like, Buck-centric shows. I think there's some episodes that are, you know, about Buck. But all I got was the the damn family. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and and to speak on The Neighbor, Mm -hmm. I think that she comes out a lot cleaner in this, like, watching it nowadays. Okay. I I think earlier she's really – she's supposed to come off as annoying. Right. But I think she's honestly like an empathetic character. I think she's she, she was in the very few episodes I saw I rooted for her. Mm-hmm. She had a really fun scene where she was working in the bank at a holiday party and she got really drunk and she was dancing like crazy. Oh, my gosh. I love The Neighbor. I thought she was great. Oh, good. Yes. All right. One so. positive thing from that yeah. show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you already had positive things to say about friends, but yeah. anything you want to
1: it's just Maybe, a really great series. Or
0: anything you want to talk bad about it.
1: I don't. I, I don't think there's anything that I don't like about this show. Really? I mean, I'm sure there's some episodes where I'm like, I'll skip over if I feel like it's going to be kind of boring and stagnant.
0: A lot of gay panic. Uh, oh yeah. Any, well, yeah. Anytime this is just any of the men are gay, they're like, oh, I, I don't know. girls, I like girls, like.
1: But it, but it's never like a in a negative way. It's just like. You thought I was gay? Like, I'm not gay. I like women, you know. Uh,
0: I, would, I, I would disagree. Mm. But it, it's not like they're not outwardly like, ew, gross. Like, right. being gay is bad. But they're like, they're obviously made uncomfortable with even the insinuation that they are not uber masculine True. heterosexuals.
1: But thinking about it at the time, like uh, in the exactly, 90s. Yeah. You're like, absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You know, that was yeah. kind of the, the thing. Like,
0: the, yeah, I'm using a 2020 lens instead of a, you know, uh, 1998 lens right right yeah absolutely but i'm i'm just i'm trying to tear down your idols <laughs> They're
1: not idols by any means yeah <laughs> just <sighs> a fun series yeah. to watch
0: yeah. so uh let's see 7th 14th okay sorry we're recording on uh, november 7th um later on in this month uh we're gonna have an episode out late but we should be out about the same time next uh next weekend mm-hmm. yeah so Uh, we've still got a few episodes, uh, a few weeks left in this month. So if you guys have any recommendations for us of like a dysfunctional family, you want us to look into and it like, uh, for example, the great recommendation you gave me with the bunnies and Mm he, they're they're not a blood family. It doesn't have to be that, but you know, kind of a family unit of sorts, family
1: dynamic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anything you want to recommend to us, we are absolutely looking for recommendations, Mm -hmm. um, we'll try to do them justice. I, I, again, I don't feel like I did married with children justice, but I did what I could without did watching a 12 seasons, 11 seasons <laughs> and just being miserable. Um, <laughs> so yeah, any recommendations, email us at lifewellspent at at yahoo.com. Yep. And if you got a second, uh, please, uh, comment on our show. Like, us five subscribe. Stars. Yeah. 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 Uh, I guess if you know anybody that you think might be interested in.
1: Oh, we got a new, uh, we got an Instagram account. Oh you yeah. Follow that's us right. through Instagram. Just life. Well, life underscore. Well, underscore is spent. Underscore is what oh, it allowed me to do. Nice. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So we'll try and post like kind of some midweek progress photos there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, feedback. We're looking for feedback. You know, we don't have a massive audience. Um, of course, cause we're just a, couple randos making a podcast but mm-hmm. any interaction you're interested in giving us we would love we think that would be a ton of fun mm-hmm. um but everybody's got lives to live you know we got kids or work or family or whatever so no pressure if you can't do it. <laughs> or if you're just not interested that's fine too so i think that's gonna do it i thank you for listening yeah we didn't have a sign off last week nope yeah
1: i don't think we still we do you have a sign off i don't have one
0: no um Boy.
1: here comes the tooth fairy
0: oh yeah <laughs> tooth fairy's on the way for cash yeah that's a great one love it <laughs> all right thank you all so much have a great week bye i love you bye